Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we have an update on MJF's AEW status. We have a major update on WWE's plans for the Undisputed Universal Championship. On top of that, an AEW star has had a name change. And finally, WWE have found another $5 million in unrecorded expenses from Vince McMahon. I'm Andy Murray. I'm Michael Sidgwick. And this is the news. We're going to kick things off today by talking about MJF. Wilborn's not here to do the My Best Friend gimmick but you can fill in the gaps in your head. Here's a spot for that. There you go, vivid imaginations. Uh, Dave Meltzer had a little update on MGF situation uh, the other day. So, you, you know, he's been gone since the 1st of June. Work shoot, contract issues, Tony Khan, communication, stuff going on, disappeared completely since then. Put Wardlow over a double or nothing. That's the Cliff Notes version of everything. Dave Meltzer had a wee update here saying that everything is secretive but everybody in AEW assumes he is coming back at some point. Um, they don't know for sure and Khan hasn't told anyone however. So it seems like there's an assumption within AEW that MJF is coming back. This is despite obvious speculation linking him to WWE that has only intensified really uh, since Triple H uh, became head of creative and Stephanie and Nick Khan became co-CEOs thus making the promotion for most people I'd imagine a more attractive proposition than when they're that uh, dinosaur Vince McMahon uh, was running the show and that's probably the kindest insult I can use uh, for Vince McMahon but what, what do you reckon of this uh, MGF in general? Um, I think that and I'm a hypocrite because I'm very much addicted to Twitter but social media is a tool um, that is completely ubiquitous and best used when you do not in fact use it it's so ubiquitous in fact that um, it, when someone removes themselves from social media their um, absence is very much pronounced and MGF has done precisely that he's committed to this bit he's essentially vanished he's cultivated a mystery about if and when he's going to return thereby making it seismic in theory when he does in fact do so and the speculation on twitter that um he will return later in the year just when the rights fees are going to get renegotiated which would be a very very savvy move indeed because he is a numbers guy he really has got um 
a majorly, majorly impressive record with his quarter hours on Dynamite. Um, so I think the timing has to be right, but I do suspect he will come back eventually. Um, maybe not tonight, but something big is definitely going down at Quake by the Lake. They are not running um, Mox versus Jericho for no reason at all. That's a major match, atypical of Tony Khan's sort of TV booking approach. But the thing that's going to happen will be speculated upon, not here. We're plugging the podcast, the AEW Dynamite preview, wherever you get your podcasts from, will drop into your feeds later today. So be sure to check that out. Yes, Corporate Synergy, you'll love to see it. Uh... Update on WWE's world title plans. Let's do that one next. Uh, you, you might have been a bit confused by what's going on here because they'd obviously announced Drew versus Roman for Clash at the Castle and then Karrion Cross showed up and was like, hey, here's an hourglass, Roman Reigns. You have both belts and I'm Karrion Cross and I'm back and I am also Karrion Cross. Um, now, this has led to some speculation, of course, that they might insert Karrion Cross as like a third party, a, a triple threat. Clash at the castle. Uh, there's been talk of him challenging Roman for one belt rather than both because USA Network apparently wants a world title back on Raw, which is very understandable, I think. Um, Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Radio, spoke about this. It's going to be Roman and Drew in Clash at the Castle. It sounds like currently that plan is, uh, well, it's never truly set in stone because this is pro wrestling, but uh, it doesn't sound like that's going to change it. You know, there's always a chance it could. We always got to say that, um, but for now it still seems to be in the offing. So that means you would imagine that, that if that is going to headline, you would imagine, and this is us speculating, that they'll probably do something with Cross and the belts afterwards. Um, to me, that suggests that uh, Roman's probably going over in Wales. Uh, yeah, I would say um, exactly the same thing. The, there'd be a temptation in there to put Cross in the mix as sort of a designated jobber if they wanted to do the, um, the title switch, where Drew beats um, Cross, who I know is going to get a massive push, but he's nowhere near uh, the level of star um, as Roman Reigns. So yeah, I do think a title retention is happening, and it's fascinating really because um, Clash at the Castle has been frequently compared to SummerSlam 1992. It's an open air. Um, canonical pay-per-view in front of an absolutely massive audience um, but I really think this is going to be more one night only 1997 than SummerSlam 1992 I think a lot of people have got the um, the wrong analogy here and yeah I don't know if that's a particularly good move um, by sort of maybe gently promising the audience a really sort of euphoric hometown or like home country or home island whatever no, title cool. switch sorry only for <laughs> it to not happen but yeah I'm just fascinated by what they do with Cross in general and how he performs numbers wise and I think if nothing else it'll be a major sort of illustration of the brand power of the WWE main roster because he was hardly a success on NXT um, the Cross led NXT was battered by AEW Dynamite in the ratings doesn't necessarily mean he's a bigger star if he's uh, on Smackdown which does better numbers than Dynamite or is the, the the branding power of WWE's main two TV flagship properties Raw and Smackdown simply so strong at this point that it barely matters who appears on it fascinated going forward by the cross mm. character and uh, his impact on the numbers. Yes, we'll see how that pans out for him, but it sounds very much like he is going to be positioned as a big boy in that main event scene. Certainly the days of, uh, what, what are we going with, demolition 
Quang, what what kind of vibe did we get from that old attire that Vince gave? A uh, gimp. Fair enough. Fair enough. The fourth member of Demolition that nobody asked for. Nobody asked for a third member in the first place. So yeah, yeah. Shouts to Crush. I loved Kona Crush. Though. Me too. Remember those vignettes on Superstar? Like, remember, remember the Hasbro figure? Oh my, oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's enough of us old farts talking about our era of wrestling that you young people wouldn't. Oh, no, I don't the old man yells at Cloud Gimmick. It doesn't suit me. It doesn't suit anyone. Stop doing it, uh, certain wrestling pundits. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, right, and AEW wrestlers had their name changed. It's Anna J. She's now Anna J-A-S. See what they did there? It's did, yeah. Jericho Appreciation Society. Yep, that's that's what we're going with now. So uh, last week on Dynamite, she had a backstage segment. So it's almost like Anna J Appreciation Society. There you go. That's pretty much what it is. Boom. Uh, last week on Dynamite, she had the backstage segment with uh, Angelo Parker and Matt Menards. Matt Menard was screaming his head off as he I love that guy he's, he's so awesome, entertaining he's awesome uh, Ange was awesome as well with comb all of that stuff and then Anna Jay was continuing her recent kind of Jericho adjacent comedy bit where she's going I'll choke you out I'll choke you out and then she actually choked someone out so it's funny um, but she called herself Anna J-A-S in that segment uh, then we have this match graphic here showing up from Dark where it's Anna J-A-S versus Megan Myers now on Dark which aired last night her lower third said Anna J.A.S., but uh, Justin Roberts and the commentary team called her just Anna J. Presumably this is a consequence of pre-taping. The show was maybe canned or, or put in the can before they decided on this change. Either way, it's it's a very Jericho move, this, across the board. And uh, perhaps a sign that she's evolving a little bit and entering some goofier territory. Yeah, I think it's good that she um, is displaying more range. It's good for a development. You can only play the spirited upstar green rookie who's got... Uh, more fire than inexperience for so long so it's about time that um, her character developed and I'm massively into this I think when the Jericho Appreciation Society first formed like um, it kind of sort of sparked the imagination of the wrestling fandom just think of how ripe for parody WWE and sports entertainment is a concept
concept is. If anything, maybe they didn't lean too um, heavily enough into it, like watching televisions from absolutely ridiculous angles, like maybe just doing like specific camera cuts for any matches involving the Jericho Appreciation Society. Obviously, you can't take it too far. Why would you want to nauseate your audience with constant zooming and cuts? But there was so much to play with, and maybe there's an argument that they haven't played with it enough. So I do like the Anna JAS name changes, of course, or um, the preserve of WWE. You know, one thing I think they've missed here, though, is Daniel Garcia is a cool ring name, right? Mm -hmm. What does WWE do with cool ring names? They kind of ruin them by um, just removing um, part of the name. Like uh, Adrian Neville just became Neville. Like Neville. Like Gary and Phil, like great underrated footballers, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not the coolest name of all time. It's Phil Neville's goddamn name. What if they changed Daniel Garcia's name to simply Daniel? It would have been a very WWE <laughs> parody, and in doing so, you would have taken the actual cooler part of his name out of it, which again would be very WWE. So yeah, I'm banging at this Anna JAS thing, and it's about time that she was given a little bit more room to develop into sort of a... Uh, really sort of get a handle on a new character. And uh, yeah, Jericho's fingerprints are all over this comedy that she's been doing yeah. as well, uh, which is uh, not a bad thing at all. Um, right, finally, WWE have undercovered a further, uncovered, sorry, a further $5 million in unrecorded expenses paid out by Vince McMahon. Um, this is, where, where are the years I have lost? The years here. It's 2007, 2009. Good. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. That's why we have Michael Sidgwick here. Fills in the gaps that my stupid brain creates. Um, this was revealed via an SEC filing that, that, that was, you know, publicized yesterday. Um, and it has resulted in the delay of WWE's Q2 22 financial reporting, which was due imminently. Um, now, a couple of weeks ago, oh, we should mention it as well, this is key, the, 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 this $5 million payments, they're not believed to be related to the allegations that have led to the SEC and federal investigators looking in uh, to Vince's current situation. Now, previously, through a similar filing, it was revealed that WWE through investigation had found $14.6 million in unrecorded expenses paid out by Vince uh, between 2006 and 2022 that would ne necessitate the review and adjustment of prior financial reports. So there you go. It's the latest on the Vincent Mann situation. He's out of WWE. He announced it as a retirement on the 22nd of July on an official WWE document. It was uh, referred to as a resignation. Uh, shortly after that, of course, the, there are allegations of him. There are non-disclosure agreements that have been signed. The various Wall Street Journal reports of upwards of $12 million in hush money uh, paid out to suppress allegations made against him by former employees. Um, there you go, Vince McMahon. Yeah, I mean, file under shocked and not surprised. Yet again, there's not a great deal more to talk about this. It's just another instance of something that has been um, reported on to death. Um, if anything, my only input here is that um, Vince McMahon almost pulled off the perfect trick and that he was so bullish and outwardly a not particularly great human being and he was so public and his flaunting of not being a particularly great human being that if anything, people just thought, all right, okay, well, that's the man, that's the essence. If he's willingly in public, on stage, being that much of an arsehole, then what else could there be in that closet of his? Turns out, quite a few skeletons. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us on today's Wrestling News video. Unfortunately, the technical goblins have devoured our Twitter questions today, and they have 
peed them out as microchips. And you can't do anything with microchips apart from build computers. So, hey, uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at uh, WhatCultureWWE. Don't know if Michael will be back tomorrow after that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you can follow him on Twitter at... At M. Sidgwick. And you can follow me on Twitter at Andy H. Mario, the H stands for Haribo. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.